that is a line that mm-hmm. cannot be crossed. Nothing is worth that to me. Mm-mm. Nothing. Not I submit way, to God and I submit to you, secondly. Mm-hmm. So if your name's not God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, or Cameron, you're not getting any submission. Don't put me, me in that group because my head will get real big. <laughs> <laughs> We're Anna and Cam, and we are so excited you're here to join us in our conversations on biblical truth, marriage, and healthy living. We know that you were created on purpose for a purpose, and we know that you were called to stand out in this world as you refuse to conform to the culture around you. We're so glad that you're here and pray that our conversations encourage your spirit to be bold in your call for Christ. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. That is 2 Timothy 1.7. 2 Timothy 1.7, that is the verse of the podcast. Welcome to the Transforming Podcast. My name is Cam. This is my amazing wife, Anna. And we are diving right into today this idea of fear and intimidation. Mm -hmm. What are you actually afraid of? What should you actually be afraid of? And kind of jumping into this thing is like, hey, like, do we understand who God is in regards to this and how we shouldn't be afraid of the things of this world? Right. And I think sometimes um, like what we definitely want to address as well is people take fear and intimidation as just something that's just in all of us and can kind of go unchecked. And we just kind of have to get through and really recognizing, no, like there is an actual spirit of fear and intimidation. And Mm. we need to be able to break that, see it for what it really is Mm -hmm. and see that it's actually hindering our faith in God when Mm -hmm. we're operating with that spirit. And it's preventing us from going forward and taking action in what God's called us to do. So seeing it in that light and acknowledging the different, um, like we've said in other podcast episodes, heavenly and demonic realms around us and really identifying what is from God and what is not from God Mm -hmm. and fear and intimidation are not from God. Yet so many of us are operating... um, with both of those on a daily basis. Yeah, it's getting that that eternal perspective, the bird's eye view, the yeah. heavenly view, so that we can look and see things from God's perspective. And if we know God's perspective and the truths that he speaks of, yeah. then we will be able to continue doing his work and doing his work well. Um, speaking of bird's eye views, my mother's uh, greatest fear is birds. She's so afraid of birds. Um, and she's always so worried. Whenever there's a bird that kind of hops by, whether we're like a park or something, it's like, it's a bird. It's so scary. And so I want to know, Anna, what is your greatest fear? Oh, dying alone. Oh, wow. I, I was like... kind of meaning more like spiders. Oh, like... <laughs> <laughs> dying alone or feeling like I've died and now no one's going to make sure that my dogs have food and water. That is I can, actually something I dwell on. I can attest to that fear because there have been times at night when you'll be like, okay, so if I die, there are medications here, the food's here, you know, to give Oliver one of these and this and then make sure that this, this, and you have a whole great list. And I so, do. It's actually right. written down for you somewhere. It, oh, it's written down. Oh, that's good to know. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, not I don't want to use it, but like, it's good to know that you have that ready. That's there good. Go. My, uh, my greatest fear, um, I, I mean, I'll take it like, you know, I'd say you're probably scared of some like bugs and carpenter bees. You're so scared of those. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like on a more like silly level, my fear shots. Like, oh, I'm so scared of getting shots. Needles. Um, and needles. Like, I just, I do not like it every single time. And yeah. You're always, oh, I don't love that. You're all. always doing such a good job of me being healthy. And then I end up being, <laughs> you're like, go get your I'm blood drawn. I'm always doing such a good job of you being healthy. You'll, sorry. That was a let weird me clarify. You do such a great job of encouraging and me holding to you be accountable. <laughs> and holding me accountable doing things like going to the doctors and yeah. stuff like that. And what I end up doing is being like, oh, I have to go to the doctors again. 
Oh, they're going to pull my blood again. Oh, they're going to test me for all these different things. Mm, I just don't end up liking because I hate needles. But on a more, uh, you know, deep level, I'm definitely afraid of um, being perceived as something I'm not. Like doing something and then someone thinking I'm something. So very socially like, oh, someone thinks I'm a jerk or someone thinks I'm this. Social anxiety. Yeah. So social stuff. I really deal with that. So that's that's my my fear. I thought that'd be a funny way to kind of open up. You know, like, okay, this is what we're dealing with. And at the same time, whether it be, uh, you know, a thing of this world, you know, maybe a silly thing like that or a thing of the spiritual realm, we've got to take these fears. We've got to give them to God because if fear hinders us, Mm -hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And when we look at scripture, the only thing that we are to fear is God himself, not Mm. any person or thing, just God. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes people have um, a misunderstanding of that and don't really know how to interpret fearing Mm. God Um, because God is love. We know he is love. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But we are called to fear him and him alone. I wrote something down. So my understanding and what I believe fear of God is, and you can tell me what yours is if you have a different definition of this, Uh but mine is fear of God is an awe and respect for his ultimate authority Mm. as well as a fear of being apart from him. Mm. No, I like that. That's actually right on point. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely would have, if, if I'm just out of the blue being asked that thought, I would definitely be like the fear of God is is understanding the reality mm-hmm. of who he actually is. Yeah. Because as when, much as your human mind can comprehend. Yes. That. Oh, absolutely. Because once we process and understand who God is, yeah. then, and, and that wisdom that comes from the fear of the Lord. Yeah. And we have that wisdom inside of us. Yeah. That's where wisdom starts is exactly. the fear of the fear of the Lord. And so if we're missing that, we don't have wisdom. Like we will lack everything else if mm-hmm. we don't have that as our foundation. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and, go ahead. No, I think it's our foundation, but also our gauge. Right. And so if fear if, if the ultimate creator of the universe is yeah. what we should fear, then Everything else is minuscule, so minuscule compared Mm -hmm. to the creator of the universe, whether you any topic, we can talk about fear, we can talk about love, we can talk about anything, power, all of it. Every earthly version of something of of who God is, is minuscule compared to who God is. And so therefore, because God is so large and we, if we fear the Lord, it's whom then shall I fear? Whom then shall I fear? There's nothing else to fear Mm -hmm. because if we have that fear of the Lord, and fear of that conversation with him and approach the throne with reverence, yeah. then there's literally nothing else to fear. Yeah. I'm going to read um, Luke 12, mm-hmm. 4 through 5. Uh, Dear friends, don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot do any more to you after that. But I'll tell you whom to fear. Mm. Fear God who has the power to kill you and then throw you into hell. Yes, he's the one to fear. And so like, if you want to go to like really like deep, deep fears that we have. Like mine is dying, being in front of God and having him say, get away, I never knew you. Like that is like my ultimate fear. But Mm. I know that I am his child. I've surrendered my life to him. Of course, I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would be lying if I said that that fear didn't creep in every now and then because it does uh-huh absolutely and it's something where once that perspective is is i wouldn't say achieved but once god gives us that perspective and helps us understand who he is yeah and then we have that going okay like i'm going to walk walk in god's love but also in the fear of the lord right then 
other things that we allow to bring fear into our hearts Mm -hmm. no longer have the same power that they did. Yeah. Because of the comparison, but also because of the love that God has for us. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times we wind up um, dealing with the symptoms of having, you know, the spirit of fear and intimidation, Mm. whether it's depression, anxiety, procrastination, perfectionism, and all of those things will stop you and hinder you from doing what you're called to do. Um, And so often, I think especially... um, you know, in our culture, we brush those things off. It's just being, yeah, everybody deals with that in some capacity mm. and, you know, just treat the symptoms and that's it. But you really have to get to the root of it. Like there is a spirit operating in your life that you need to cut out and break off. Mm. Um, because if you just keep treating the symptoms and never getting the root cause, like I think a lot of doctors, for example, will give you a pill to mm. not actually help treat whatever is going on and help get to the root cause it's just cover up the symptoms and then as you're taking that pill to you know cover up those symptoms (laughs) the side effects are going to cause a whole bunch of different issues you know just by themselves and so you kind of like run into that cycle until you really get to the root of the problem yeah it ends up being a snowball effect where it kind of just grabs different symptoms just get grabbed over and over again yeah so now we're going to go into the health of our bodies and not taking pills no 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 it really does come come the the fear the fear of the lord is where wisdom is from yeah and so i guess the guess question i have for you Anna, trying to figure this out is um what i mentioned earlier was this idea that fear of the Lord comes from the Lord and and understanding who he is, Mm -hmm. you know, his glory, his revelation shows us, okay, like this is who God is. And therefore then our reaction is like, who, like he's God. Right. Right. Yeah. Like acknowledging his authority. Absolutely. Um, what would you say to someone who is a Christian, Mm -hmm. but struggles with putting that, uh, understanding that and practicing that, like what things would we want to do to help understand God's full power and glory. I would definitely say get in the word. Like that is, that is the first thing I was kind of horrified by the reality of check like years ago that I'd been calling myself a Christian for years and had never actually read through the Bible, like start to finish. Yeah. You know, I'd read verses here and there, you know, for years, but never front to back. Yeah. Um, until we were challenged to in a small group that we were in. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't even necessarily that that was the challenge. It was just everybody sets a goal for themselves of, yeah. you know, what they want to do with their Bible reading. Then we're going to share it. So we're held accountable. Yeah. And that changed everything for me. Like that was the first year I finished reading through the Bible in a little bit under a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next year. I did the same thing with a different translation. Yes, you did. So like just getting really getting into his word, like that is the best way to understand his authority, his character, his grace, his love. I mean, having having God's word is something I feel like in our culture we take for granted because other people are I mean, that's illegal. People are getting killed over that. Like and we kind of consider it just this thing of like, oh, it's it's there. We don't understand like. No, like, but you have God's word. It becomes another, <laughs> another book. Another book that oftentimes just sits, you know, on a on a shelf collecting dust. Yeah. Where other people in other countries would quite literally die to have that. Yeah. And do die because they have obtained it. So just really having that perspective shift, mm. I think, is really important. Um, But just getting into his word and making it a daily habit. Like, I really, I can't stress that enough because when I... 
was a baby Christian, I would hear people say that and go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I understand the theory behind why that would be a good idea, but it wasn't until I actually did it that I understood, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. this is this is critical because if you don't understand like the the armor of God that we're supposed to be putting on, which yeah. I think is also crucial in fighting against the spirit of fear and intimidation. Absolutely. Like, you have to have that. And we know that God's word is sharper than any two edged sword. Like yeah. there's a reason that it says that in scripture mm-hmm. because it's true. Like yeah. it, it truly is our weapon. And if we if you, for example, we have a gun and I need to learn how to use it because cool, I have a gun, but if Cameron's not home to cock the thing and shoot, what am I going to do? Wave. I probably would wave it around until the cops got here. I don't know. But my point We're is... We're going to go to a gun safety training course right after this, everybody. <laughs> don't you worry. Um, really quick. I will not have my wife just I won't go wave it around. I'm around. just saying... That's not going to do much good. Yeah, I have it. But like, just like, oh, you have a Bible sitting on your shelf. Yeah. Sounds good. If a demon comes in, you're going to smack it on the head with the Bible. Probably not because you won't know what to do. Like, that's not going to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not just having (laughs) the weirdest example. Weird example. But hey, you know, it's, it's not just having the tool in front of you. It's having a knowledge of how to utilize the yeah. tool effectively. Mm-hmm. And when this is, if this is, which I believe it is, if this is the word of God yeah. and this Bible is the divine revelation to humanity, yeah. then we'd take it seriously. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't just say, oh, I'll, I'll schedule some Bible time or, you know, I got a little bit, a uh, little bit busy this week and didn't have some time to do it. Yeah. We would actually say, this is the word of God. And I'm going to listen to mm-hmm. what it says. If it says to fear the Lord, I'm going to fear the Lord. If it says God loves me, I'm going to accept that God loves me. Yeah. And I'm not going to let my human mind try to dictate those things or not dictate those things. Right. Because at the end of the day, God's word trumps my human processing. Oh, absolutely. All the time. And I think that's a big part of why our culture is so psychotic Mm. is because they are operating in human thinking and demonic thinking, (laughs) not um, not godly wisdom, Mm. which is our only true source of wisdom. So, I mean, our culture, um, who, you know, vast majority hates, hates everything that God um, stands for, basically, Mm -hmm. and they're not fearing him in any capacity and anywhere where you see you know a lack of the fear of god there's not going to be wisdom there's going to be chaos and destruction yeah and that's what we're seeing in our culture right now and i think that that's a direct you know correlation to not fearing god Mm -hmm. and um i think another thing is is a lot of churches um we're seeing are not fearing god anymore with different risks that they are willing to take Mm. and um they seem to want to cater to culture to where they're being influencing by culture more than they are mm. influencing. Did I say that backwards? They want to cater to culture more than they are influencing and tra- and changing the culture around them. Yeah, what I'm trying to say is that the culture ends up influencing what they're doing more than what they're doing is influencing the culture around yeah. them because there's some compromise that ends up happening with that that can go very badly. That's what I'm trying to say. I think I said that backwards initially. Either way, great explanation. Um, And that goes (laughs) into the idea of, again, Transform Living Podcast, you know, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but instead be transformed 
by the renewing of your mind. And that, that kind of goes back to a little bit of what I mentioned earlier when I was talking about this idea of like someone not perceiving me a certain way is one of my great fears. Right. You know, the social anxiety, Mm -hmm. like someone essentially like I am a people pleaser. I want to be liked. I need to be liked. Um, you know, it's, uh, something that definitely, I find my value a lot of times in that being liked right, right. and being loved and being a part of a community. I'm an extrovert, so I enjoy that. And so it comes to me like when I say certain things, if I fear God more than I fear the person that could get angry at me or the person that could disagree with me, right. then I will speak truth mm-hmm. and speak God's truth to them. Not or a just watered the, down version of yeah. what you think they want to hear. Or just the truth, just true things that aren't biblical just truth things happening in this world like this is happening right now right and if i if i care more and it really comes down to this idea of like identity if i care more about what god thinks about me mm-hmm. and less about what others think about me yeah fear and intimidation cannot grab a hold of my heart mm-hmm. because then i will speak truth and help god's kingdom move forward right and you're right the only person who we should care you know like you blanking? <laughs> it's okay. It happens to the best of us. I'm thinking like this. Let me, let me think of an analogy just popped in my head. So at the end of the day with with this is when we when we die and we go to heaven, we're not going to end up facing um, that one person that said that mean thing to you that one time. And they're going to judge you. It's like you. you stole it from my brain. Was that what it was? Are we that connected? One flesh. Um, that's so nice. Sucked it out of my brain. Oh, we're one I'm flesh. not kidding. That's literally really, that's what you were thinking. <laughs> oh wow. Um, well, either way, so I just I just that thought popped to my head. Like I'm just gonna use like I don't know. Like let's say someone at the grocery store that I I offend because I I don't know like took their last potato and they wanted a potato. Like I'm not gonna face that person in heaven. They go potato. You took the last potato from me, and so I'm actually gonna be uh, sending you on down. So uh, best of luck to you. Um, I'm not facing that person. I'm not facing um, the people that are that hate Christians and are screaming at me and telling me that I'm fill in the blank any number of things. Right, right. I'm not facing people that um, even love me in this world. I'm not yeah. going to go to heaven and face my parents, and they're gonna be the ones judging me, or face you, or face anything. I'm not facing that when I die. And when we die and when we go to heaven, we will face the God of the universe and the God of the universe will judge us accordingly. Yeah. And then my hope is, and what I believe in based on the words in this book and the scripture that God gives us is that then Jesus will say, he is one of mine. I have paid for him by the Mm -hmm. blood on the cross. And then I will be blessed to enter into God's kingdom and glory in the heavenly realm. Right. And if I keep worrying about that, if I keep that final judgment day in perspective, yeah. then there is no way that I will be intimidated mm-hmm. by people, supernatural forces, anything. And the only thing I will be able to logically decide to do mm-hmm. is to put all of my energy, my hope, my trust in moving God's kingdom forward. Absolutely. And I think it's important to realize that when we fear God and we're truly living in a way that reflects that, it's not going to be popular no. with the world no, um, at all. So be prepared for that. And I would even go as far to say with like, if you, if you haven't had some friction, if you haven't had mm-hmm. some people who um, are against God come against you, it's possible that you're not being bold enough or making a clear enough stance 
with your faith. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean go out and be a jerk and scream at people and tell them you have to believe this. You're wrong. You're going to hell. You don't need to go up to people randomly and scream that at them. There's a difference between between being popular with the culture and having a sweet, welcoming joy that you're filled with yep, and that people can sense that you are different because of the change that Jesus yep. has made in your heart. You can be kind and loving and still be very um, firm in your stance and position. Absolutely. Um, because again, you need to not be fearing that person and their perception of you. You need to be fearing God and God alone. Absolutely. Um, I want to read really quick. John 15, 18 through 19. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it, but you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world so it hates you. And those are the words of Jesus. So just remembering mm. and like taking comfort in the fact that any sort of pushback that you have from the world, Jesus experienced that to a degree that we can never even Absolutely. fathom. And so be comforted in that and um, have peace in that and, and honestly take Take joy in the fact that you get to yeah. share a little piece of that yeah. with Christ. That's wild to think about because if you if you really put it in perspective, the religious authority opposed Jesus mm-hmm. and then they used the strong arm of the occupying government, the Romans, right. to push down and try to say, no, take care of this, take care of this, take care of this. This is mm-hmm. going to be an insurgency. This is going to be bad. Yep. And so they ended up, again, hating him so much that they just used that to push yep. against him. and. Again, this might be a strange thing to think about. Like the Roman Empire was the most powerful thing that had ever existed up to that point as far as a governing body or even army, all that kind of stuff. And so Jesus faced this literal empire that expanded Mm -hmm. all across Europe and all the way to the east. And he ended up not being intimidated by the religious folks who were trying to use the strong arm of that government Mm -hmm. to shut him down. And that's such a great reminder as to why Jesus is such a good example. Yeah. Because if he can handle that, mm-hmm. the entire Roman army and the entire religious culture at the time, yeah. all of his friends and family and fellow countrymen mm-hmm. that would have been turning against him at that point, yeah. we can handle some mean words. Yes. We can handle somebody not liking us. And mm-hmm. I, I say we, I can handle someone not liking me. Well, any of us can if we're truly only caring what God thinks of us. Any of us can. And someone who, like what you're describing and stuff, really stuck out to me was um, Sean Foyt. I think I'm I'm always wondering if I'm saying his last name right or wrong. Oh, yeah. Um, but his whole Let Us Worship movement, and if you haven't heard of that, I very much suggest that you go look it up. It's been incredible. Absolutely. Um, he started it last year when all of the shutdowns started happening and the church shutdowns started happening and just went, no, like let's actually turn to scripture and see what that commands and let's go do that absolutely and went and started all these different um just beautiful worship concerts all throughout yeah the nation and healings deliver i mean just like insane things are happening at these um gatherings worship yeah that was the word i was looking for worship gatherings and it's amazing and he has had insane fines from the government he has had insane um death threats Mm -hmm. sent to his home um, about his entire family. He has, what else? All kinds of persecution. Yeah, one of the people with him had 
pig's blood thrown all over him. I think that was in D.C. Yes, I remember uh, that. They've had their instruments completely smashed and oh, broken. Oh, yeah, people I have mean, run through them while they're worshiping yeah. and just, like, kicked their stuff down and, like, gone after them. Yeah, I think that was in one of the crazy... One of the different cities, matter. yeah. Um, but they've kept going. I mean, he's still literally, he just announced new tour dates for these gatherings. Yeah. Like he is still going strong. Yeah. And to me, when when all of the shutdowns and stuff happen, and I think this will be a, an entirely different podcast, but when I looked at him and looked at what he did, and he had so much pushback from yep. Christians and non-Christians, yep. I personally don't think anyone can go into scripture and find anything that countered what he was doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We went to the Arizona one and loved it. And there was someone who, I think it was right before um, they were about to take the stage. Um, It was in Tempe, Arizona. Someone had gone onto the bridge and was going to jump. And one of the um, volunteers at the gathering went and found them and brought him back down. I mean, just there's been crazy things broken off at people at these different gatherings. And I think really incredible things can happen when you don't fear exactly. man or anything, you That's know, or clear, anyone, exactly. it's just God. 100%. And he is, he's demonstrated that to such um, a powerful degree that I think it's very um, encouraging to mm-hmm. watch and really kind of lights a fire under you. Like, yeah, that's what that looks like. Yep. It's very encouraging to watch, but it can be so confused for some be so confusing to watch. Like, wait, this doesn't make sense because this, 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 this God the way that God operates and the way that God's people move throughout the earth and the way that his worship happens and the difference that he can make sometimes is not going to make sense to our human minds. No, it's just not going to make sense. And I like quick, like wrapping a bow on what he kind of did there. Like if you are looking for a ministry to go above and beyond with your tithe in and send something to like, absolutely think that'd be a great thing to do because let us worship, let us not let us, let us you didn't say it i thought it was a funny joke let us worship let us worship yeah they they do a great job they're just going around the country starting these revival nights and people are going out there yeah it's true that's another wonderful word to revival it really they are bringing revival Mm -hmm. to the entire country and they do things in other countries too that i hadn't even heard of until Mm -hmm. they were talking about it but yeah i would definitely look into that it's been incredible um Again, people either love it or they hate it. We know yeah. a lot of people that hate it too, but we we really stand by that pretty firmly. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely something that when there's no fear of man, then there's nothing in your way physically, or I'd say it's not physically, worldly, mm-hmm. that can stop you from moving forward mm-hmm. with God's purpose in your life as an individual. And just seeing God's protection God's of yep. him too throughout all of it has been really inspiring to see um, and really encouraging. And um, yeah, there, there's there been a lot of times where there's been a lot of threats where I, I really, I remember I posted something on my Instagram stories, yeah. um, reposted just something that he had yep. and I had threats coming to my inbox just because I had reposted something. So I'm like, I can't even imagine no. the like sickness that is reaching him, just like the absolute like evil messages that he's getting. Yeah. If I'm getting the, I mean, it was just, you know, easy block people, whatever, but yeah. people are getting so psychotic now that if they don't like what you do, they're going to go find your address mm-hmm. and post it somewhere. I mean, really dark, mm-hmm. evil things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's the interesting part about this because like, it, we talk about this idea of fear of the Lord and, and what I don't want to come off as like, this is a godless nation and and be one of those Bible thumping stereotypes. And if we would just turn to God, those things are all very true. 
but yeah, they, th- are very they true. are very true and I believe they're very true. But I understand that when I speak from the authority of the Bible, which I have placed my hope in and my trust in that there ends up being this situation where maybe somebody else doesn't have that same thing. But at the end of the day, when we respect each other and we respect each other's beliefs and we do our best to make sure we go, Hey, like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. You're not going to tell me what to do, but I'd love to tell you what God's told us what to do. And we can speak that freely. I think that's where um, we can see true respect happen and it not divulge this point where the culture gets so intense, but that's kind of happening now, I think, because sometimes us Christians haven't stood up and said, no, this is what God's word says about this. Yeah, it's, that's more the line that I'm on. I get what yeah. you're saying with the other things, but... It's okay. You can disagree yeah, with me. No, I agree that you should absolutely respect people who don't believe what you believe. I absolutely yeah. believe that and have done that. But I think when you're like in conversations with someone, if you have opportunity to speak God's truth um, over them and oh, absolutely, and all that you shouldn't shy away from that. And something that I, I think is running rampant, well, I know I've seen it, but is a lot of people, I think what it comes down to is they're afraid, they're having fear and intimidation mm-hmm. of somebody being upset with them over something. Yeah. And because of that, instead of standing up to it, they decide, mm-hmm. um, oh, I'm just going to agree with you um so that i don't offend you like go ahead like how can i encourage you and help you in that even though it's blatantly wrong and i think that's really bad and becoming a huge problem because of the fact that they're not realizing that they're enabling they're not loving yeah um god's god is love god's word defines what love is yeah he's the one that created it and love is not enabling someone in their sin. Yeah, you're right. And it's not um, something that you partner with them to uh, fast track them to hell. Yeah. Um, that's not something. Or partner with them to be like this point where like, okay, like we'll, we'll be cool with each other like in this weird way. It, it, it's so interesting because like. We are to love the sinners. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But to enable, in that, enable them in that and be too afraid to say anything because you don't want to offend. Yeah. Um, especially when asked about it. Absolutely. Is that's enabling. That's not loving. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like this idea of like, I, I, I want to say this correctly. Like I'm not communicating with the enemy trying to negotiate. Hey, maybe you could like, Mm -hmm. uh, attack me a little bit less and I'll do this thing though for you. Right. Um, maybe we could change up this. Like, Hey, like I, I, okay, you can have this, but then I can have this and I'll send in this way. And then we can do this. We do a version of that with ourselves where we try to like justify the things of our flesh and do that. But I'm not in active communication with the opposition trying to end up having a, a negotiation and try to make things and try to come to like a peaceable understanding with the enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the enemy, I specifically mean like the demonic realm yeah. and that kind of stuff. And so for us, we can respect people that we interact with and we, but we have to always remember, like we said, in other podcasts, if God says, it, if you're not for me, then you're against me. Mm-hmm. It ends up being this idea where it's like, yeah, it is a little bit more black and white than we'd like to make it. And that might be. And then again, that that's really hard for me. Because I would much rather think that there could be a neutral party 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be easier for everybody if there was a neutral if there gray was a area middle. to just live in. Yeah. If there's a gray area yeah. where you're not being used as a force of the darkness, you're not being used as a force of the good. You're just kind of a, a non-player character. Yeah. No there. one's super happy or super mad with you. Yeah. You're just there. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunately. And again, that, that's the human side of me that wishes and plays God sometimes. Because I go, yeah. I would love there to be a gray. It'd be so nice in certain ways that there could be a gray. Mm-hmm. But thank God he makes the call and thank God that I have the scripture so I can go, there's no gray. You're either moving the kingdom forward mm-hmm. or you're not. Yeah. And so it can be very difficult for me to process that sometimes because as a people pleaser, I'd love to say, oh, this person or that person is so great. It's like you have to just go, God has made it very clear that you are, there is, you are moving forward and you are either helping him or you're hurting him or you're yeah. on the enemy side or you're not. We it's have to just, love what he loves and hate what he hates. Yeah. And hating what he hates is not going to make us popular. And then knowing from there, there is a strategy yeah. to explain, explain that to people and a strategy for us to move forward. That again, like you said, doesn't mean you go out and go, ah, and get in everyone's no, face. And I think remembering too that the battle really is not flesh and blood. It mm-hmm. really is against these spiritual influences that are yeah. all around us. And so not looking at that person and having, you know, disdain for the person, but understanding, yeah. no, like there is a spirit operating behind that. And that is what you need to be confronting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's constantly around us. And mm-hmm. that can be very strange for us because we live in human bodies yeah. with human flesh right. with a current context and senses that God has given us and that he created us with these senses and we can sense things that are happening around us with our touch, our smell, our sight and those kinds of things. But there is a whole other set of things happening mm-hmm. where the uh, warriors of the darkness, the enemy that's yeah. described here in the Bible is pushing back against God's creation and trying to do everything they can so that God's creation would not know God yeah, and be distant from God. Absolutely. And so we have been blessed. And to have that mindset too, when yes. you're interacting with the people who, who don't know God, uh-huh. that they have been attacked by the enemy Absolutely. and to, and to make sure that you remember that at the end of the day, it, it really is only believers who yeah. are children of God, but we are all made in his image. Yes. And so we are able to still love and respect that in other people. Absolutely. Um, I really do believe that. Uh, Do we have to agree with them? Absolutely not. Can we stand firm on God's truth, even if they're disagreeing and upset about it? Absolutely. And we should. Absolutely. And we shouldn't be intimidated by that. And we should be able to say politely, I'm not going to change my stance on this. No. And it's it's okay that we agree. We think different things, mm-hmm. and it's okay that we disagree. Yeah, and that but doesn't my mean isn't changing. that I'm going to verbally abuse you. Yeah, no, because <laughs> well, well, what me. someone's asking essentially, what someone's asking, if if they're telling you to disagree with what's in here, mm-hmm. they're asking, they are literally asking you to submit to yeah. their thought process. And what that is at the at the bottom of it all, you break it all the way down. To bow to somebody but God. Absolutely. And that is a line that Mm -hmm. cannot be crossed. No, and it's nothing is worth that to me. Mm -mm. Nothing. I submit to God and I submit to you, secondly, Mm -hmm. and that's it. So if your name's not God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, or Cameron, (laughs) 
you're not getting any submission. Don't put me in that group because my head will get real big. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're right Uh, under it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. Don't, don't make me too big headed. Like scripture says, like the one that we read earlier, like don't be afraid of the people who, who can't do anything to you eternally, who can really Mm. only do things to flesh and blood. And by the way, especially the younger generations, the most that they're going to do is slander you on social media or text messages. So so you don't have to, (laughs) there's not a ton to fear there because you can block numbers and, uh, and ignore message, which is so interesting because that's like that's that mob, the whole mob thing. And we, I know, yeah. I know, we're like, we we want to be addressing the culture, but I, I don't want to get dragged too much into. No, we've kind like of strayed from things. our topic a little but, bit. But it's also important. It's though, very intertwined. It's all. It's so intertwined because it, it can happen on a level where you're posting on a website, whether it be a social media platform. Um, and worried about losing your following, that company pushing back on you, um, losing uh, friends that you have that are following you on that, whether yeah. it be IRL in real life friends or not in yeah. real life friends. Friends, family, companies, anyone. You can think that all these kinds of things yeah. can end up happening to you. Um, but in reality, it's it, it's kind of interesting because like if you think about it, like there's different steps and levels. Like if you think about like someone being mad at you on the internet, mm-hmm. And then someone being mad at you in real person and they're, they, they feel like they're close, but they're really not like someone mad at you in real person, like in, in real person, in real person, in, in real, real life. life, in, in person, in person. I knew what you meant. That's what I meant. There you go. Someone being mad at you in person right. is way different than someone commenting something or having something to say to oh, you yeah. about something. And then at the same time as that, those might be kind of close because they're, they're of flesh and of this world. Mm-hmm. God and eternity is way that way, way yeah, outside of absolutely. that realm. And so if we remember that, we don't get dragged no. into the intimidation. It is not worth the, the mental fear. energy. It is not worth yeah. being oppressed by fear and intimidation. Yeah. It is not worth any of those things no. and ever. It, and honestly, too, another thing, it might be a little silly. and I, I might want to go into this idea deeper one day, but like the, the talk about the idea again of, like culture and mm-hmm. again pulling a little bit more towards that round cancel culture you are going to get canceled right. for the things that you said yeah what could be a better sign that you're doing things the right way yeah than if you're getting canceled by the culture i would be honored to be honored. canceled by this culture absolutely i would be i would wear it as a badge of honor i'd put it up like i finished a 15 pound pancake at a diner i'd be like put my picture up on that wall let's get going like (laughs) honestly and that's so interesting because because if i was in alignment and being celebrated by the culture then i am by default displeasing god and i don't want to be in that situation yeah and it's alignment's the key word there because there's there's nothing i I think you can also be strategic like there are things of this culture that you can use and and we can um participate in that like it's like there's a, an American culture, there's a culture in Europe, there's different cultures all right. over the world. Right, right. Yeah, we're we talking about a different part of that culture. Involved with things that you do together, and that can yeah. be part. But absolutely, I'm talking about the, the belief system of the culture. Yeah, I'm talking about the prevailing belief authoritarian system that yep. says um, you can't be a certain thing that we don't like. Yeah, and if and you if you are, are, you'd better repent to me. And if you are, you better repent. You better bow. Nope. You better get on your knees. Because you have wronged me with your ideas and you have wronged me with your belief. Because yeah. your belief is an oppressive, you know, fill in the blank, roll that snowball down a hill of what people believe. And you know what I really think hmm. that God's truth is doing to them? 
mm-hmm. convicting them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think on some level there is some sort of conviction there and they don't quite know what to do with that. I think that I think that's possible. I fall more on the lines of um, it's not conviction. It's um, fear. And what do you do when you're afraid? You want to be made bigger, hmm. you know? And so what's bigger than playing God and making someone yeah. bow to you? Right. What is bigger than saying, I am the thing you yeah. must submit to? I am the Right, because when people don't believe I in God and people don't fear God, mm-hmm. then to them, they are God. Absolutely, because it ends up being yeah. where... And then I they the are truth. the justice. Yes, they are the justice. Yeah. They are the truth. They are the way. Mm-hmm. And e- they even talk is like, we, we are pushing back against these things. We are the light. We are the... We are the path. This mm-hmm. is the way to go. And um, I think that's very scary because in no way, shape, or form are you or me saying that we are the catalyst, the way, the truth, the life for anybody. Absolutely not. In any way, shape, or form. We are and a vessel for God's light to shine through. Absolutely. And if that's not our light, that is God's. Absolutely. And we are in no way, shape, or form the Savior. And we are in no way, shape, or form something that should be bowed down to. Mm-mm. There is one king, and there is no king but Christ. He is the king. He is everything. Yeah. He is all of it. And there's nothing that we can do to play that role. Because while we are adopted into his family, we are not royalty. We aren't We aren't royalty in that way where he, where you will bow down and submit to me. I know there's, I know that, I know what you're saying. I know there's, yes. It's I am shaking my head at Cameron. Yes. We are, in, we are heirs. We are heirs and we are part of that. Which but, means that we are. But not. But so, we are not idols to we're people. Not idols. Yes. I think maybe that's what That's what I meant to say. say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, of course. I know where that all is. And yes, I know where you're going with that. But it's the analogy that we're using in that, that context. But you don't become the ultimate no, king is what no. I think you're trying to say. Exactly. We don't become the ultimate king. Yeah. That's the, the, Cause the we ones. are royal. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. We are part of the royal. Yes. I totally get that. Yeah. I spoke incorrectly there using okay. my analogy. That's okay. Um, yeah. I wrote down some different, um, ways that fear and intimidation have operated in my life. Um, it's definitely kept me quiet in times that I should have spoken up and that's, been through various seasons all through my life. Yeah. It kept me in an abusive relationship. Um, it caused me to settle for awful other relationships mm-hmm. out of fear of being alone. And like there wasn't any uh, godly men out there. That was a real fear of mine. So it's just settle, settle, settle. And, and that was are. due to fear. Settle, settle, settle. Stop here we it. are. No. We just, we landed here somehow. No. Um, and it's something that I still deal with from time to time, like even doing this podcast and doing different things on social media, I I feel like I do start to feel some intimidation with that because it does kind of go against my personality a little bit. Like for me, if I was just living for myself, I think I would go live somewhere tropical with like an animal shelter and probably never speak to another human again. Just like lots of animals and that's What kind of animals? Any animal that needed a home. Very nice of you. Um, no, but I'm just saying it. But I know that I can't live for myself. I'm, yeah. I'm living for Christ. I have the Holy Spirit in me. And so it's it's what he wants, not mm. what I want. Um, but that can be a little bit intimidating Absolutely. to uh, put yourself out there in a way where you're spreading God's truth, especially on the Internet, because the Internet can be a really nasty place. Yeah. Um, so it can be a little bit intimidating um, at certain points and to make sure that I'm not ruled by that, but really only fearing God and going, okay, if this is what you want me to share today and right now, then 
I'll do it. And if I get shut down by this platform, I get shut down by this platform. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever and, it is. And not fearing the shutdown, but fearing the final word, which is God right. speaking. And just making sure that we are living in obedience because that's another thing that fear and intimidation will try to cut off is our obedience to God because it'll go, no, 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 you can't do that and put fear and intimidation in us and yeah. back us down to where we don't we don't want to obey God because that seems risky. Yeah. You know, actually walking in faith is always going to feel uncomfortable. Yes. Because it means living in a way where we are relying upon God, we're relying upon the unseen. Yeah. And so that's always going to feel uncomfortable and i i do feel like the enemy knows that and yeah. swoops in a lot during times where we really are trying to live out in mm -hmm. faith but remembering we're on the winning side as christians we're yeah. not we don't need to, to be so fearful of you know the demonic realm that we're paralyzed and don't know what to do like god mm -hmm. is our perfect heavenly father and we are on his side he yeah. is our protector our provider um, so not to be fearful of that, but yeah. just to be aware of it so you can appropriately wear the armor of God and proceed. Yeah. And I think uh, you kind of talked about the, of walking by faith and going through in that way. And so the question I, we, we kind of wanted to end with this question and have this thought process there. Mm -hmm. I think it's a perfect time to kind of transition yeah. into this. And I think for you, the viewer watching this, like consider this question. And for us, we're just going to answer right here. Um, the question really comes down to is, mm -hmm. what would your life look like if you only feared God? And the key word there, I think, and I, I love that you you wrote this question, is you use the word only. Mm -hmm. Not if you feared God, because you could fear God mm -hmm. and fear spiders. You could fear God and you could fear shots. You could fear God and fear the culture and the people that could come after you in the culture if you only uh, okay well sorry. i don't agree with that you're okay well let i me, think you're not appropriately fearing god if you're yes. also fearing culture yes but, but I, I know what you mean i like that you clarified only fearing yeah. god if you only feared god yeah what would your life be like and i think we all have different things um that would shift if that was true so that's why that question like really does make you think um and if you can envision a life that's different from the way that you're living now there might need to be some lies replaced with God's truth in your life so you can proceed in that. Mm -hmm. um, I know for me, I would be, um, I have a lot of social anxiety, especially in like new settings, like settings where I don't know a ton of people. Like we just mm -hmm. started going to a new church and that's been very uncomfortable for me for a little bit. It's getting better now, but. You're doing great. <laughs> thanks. But it's it was initially like very uncomfortable just because we were very, um, we had a lot of friendships at our previous church. And so it was just very intimidating to me. Um, and I really let that grow within me and give me anxiety and this and that. So one of the ways if I was only fearing God is to just understand, that, you know, basically if they accept me, they accept me. But regardless, I'm accepted by Christ and mm. that's what matters and, and really only fearing him and having having my identity and comfort and all of that um, relating back to him instead of putting that on other people which yeah. I think I do sometimes, which might be a whole different set of issues. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, but really just stepping into that with a bit more confidence of not feeling like I have to please everyone and, and oh, like, I don't know this person well. Like, I don't know if I can be myself around them or mm -hmm. what. I, just kind of navigating those different things and going, no, like I, I'm going to fear God and go into this like he he wants us to be. He's built us to be in community with other believers. Mm. And so I know that this is his will for me is to be in community with other believers. I yeah. need to go forward 
in that with um, trust and comfort that it's yeah. what he wants for me and that he's going to surround me with the people that need to be in my life. Yeah. So that, that was one of the ways that I yeah. thought. Another is, I mean, starting this business that we're doing has been insanely intimidating for mm-hmm. me. Um, there's been multiple times where I'm like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. This is, uh, so many people are trying to do something similar. How in the world am I ever going to do this in the way that I, I feel God's wanting me to? And just going, nope, like if this is really his will, I just need to be obedient in the thing that he's called me to do. And and the fact is, is he's not always going to give us all of the um the directions and steps all the way from A to Z, which I think is what we want sometimes. And we need to be okay with going from A to B and knowing that we might not even get the B direction until we've stepped into obedience with A. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's going to be step by step by step and just going, okay, God, like, what are you calling me to do today? Absolutely. Okay, I will do that. And then moving forward. And sure enough, he's come through with the direction that he's wanted me yeah. to go in every time I do that. But it's the times where I'm just paralyzed in fear yeah. <laughs> that um, I end up doing nothing. And I get really caught up in procrastination and perfection. Interesting. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. So like, I don't even want to start this or that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, like I can't do any of this without him. So Holy yeah. Spirit, you give me the words Absolutely. and you, you give me the direction that you want me to go in on yeah. this. And I'll do it and I will literally just be the vessel that you work through. And there there will be some times where like I'm so I'm writing a Bible study right now where I'm writing, 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 and it's like a part of my brain almost clicks off and I just mm-hmm. go and, and it's all it ends up all being biblical. So it's not like <laughs> it's not like it's this creepy thing. But um and I'm not saying it's like the automatic writings or anything like that. Clarify. But it's <laughs> yeah, I would like to clarify that. I'm not saying that in any capacity. But it's okay, like, what do you want me to write? And what it is, is it's not me relying on myself. Yeah. And it's not me overthinking anymore. Totally. And just going, no, I have the Holy Spirit inside of me. Like, bring verses to my mind yeah. that you want me to put on this page and I will do it. So yeah. it's that. It's not, it is not automated, right? It's not Jesus calling. <laughs> it's not, uh, which I know is going to upset some people. I'm sorry. I love you if you read it. It's not Go good. read how it was started. Go yeah. check it out. It's a bummer. That was all uh, based out of, um, I think, God's Calling is what the initial book was that she didn't write, but she, um, that's a whole different story. Just go check it out. Jesus Internet Calling, exists. Enneagram, that is all automated writings that it's not what I'm referring to. Yes. Um, <laughs> and Cameron, take it away. Yes. Um, for me, very similar to kind of the thing you're talking about with, yeah. not so much with the social anxiety, um, but going into... Uh, like, cause I don't, I don't have a problem walking into a social situation. It's the follow up long term. Like, will someone like me? You know, yeah. um, will I be accepted? Will they love me forever? Will they, <laughs> will they be afraid of how much they love me? Um, to quote Michael Scott. Um, but, um, with all of that, I, I definitely, if I only feared God, I wouldn't try to put the pieces of this puzzle together Mm. with my own mind, I would accept and fervently and with humility and with just awe pursue God's heart. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times I go into a mode, it's very checklist oriented. I go in seasons where I get very just like, 
okay, Cam, here's a piece of paper. Let's write down all the different things that you need to get done, that yeah. you're doing, that you're working on, that you're strategizing. It's it's stuff from office work. It's stuff from work for stuff we're working on. It's stuff right. for chores around the house. It's people you want to hang out with. It's things you want to do. It's some other weird random hobby that you think you'd like, but you're probably never going to get into. Like I just like <laughs> dump ideas out. And the the analogy that I'm getting in my head is I really want to, you're talking about A to B, instead of rummaging around and trying to draw the map, just letting God be my trail guide and just letting him trail just guide. like, you know, like, Sounds like little, super like hippie thing. To I say. know. Right. And I'm not saying, you know, God no, but living in a way that's partnered and aligned with the Holy Spirit and walking in obedience with that. Yes. Let's put it that way. Yes, absolutely. I, I like Mr. Trail guide. I like analogies. Okay. <laughs> oh because it, when I know it just sounds like new age spirit guy. Yes, that's fair. That's fair. It's not like that, but it, it's this idea of like, I know what you mean. If I'm holding on, if God has given us a, a framework and a map with the Bible, but this is, is his framework and map that he's given us. If I'm trying to draw the map, if I'm trying to make the right. map myself, then I, I end up playing God. Mm-hmm. And so if I only feared God, I would absolutely submit and say, God, like I want to just pursue you yeah. and I want to pursue you and you alone. And yeah, I think, what does that uh, look like today? Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, I would, I would probably spend less time doing certain things and more time pursuing God. I just wouldn't get so caught up in other stuff. Wouldn't get down holes, um, whether it be on silly like videos and stuff like that. I just yeah. would kind of just go after God and just know, Hey, this is what I want to, I, I just want to seek him. If I only feared him, mm. I would seek him because a relationship with him is so valuable. And so I think I would do that. I love that you said that. And I I think that's a really great reminder, too, that really all true wisdom comes from him and fearing him. And so while it's important to know what's going on in our world, getting too engrossed in the noise Mm -hmm. is not a good idea. Um, So if you're watching or listening to maybe um, so much political commentary that that's all you can think about. Mm -hmm. So much news um, stuff. So much news. Just... All of it, it's so, so noisy. Saturated. It's everywhere, yeah. And and I, I just want to say that it will be harder to hear his voice mm-hmm. if you are determined to let distractions be everywhere. Yeah. You need to learn to turn down the noise. Like if you feel like, oh, well, I, I don't, I want to walk in obedience, but I don't know what he's telling me to do. Yeah. Well, one, go to scripture. Yeah. But two, um. If you feel like you're having a hard time hearing his voice, turn down the other distractions Mm -hmm. because he's typically not going to yell over them. He's going to wait until you're willing to turn them down and seek him. Yeah. Um, And just to clarify, too, the Holy Spirit speaking to you is never going to say anything that counters God's word Mm -hmm. um, ever. So if you're having a hard time hearing him, first go to scripture. And then I would say start to turn down those other distractions because they can start to add up over time without you even realizing. I mean, social media is, is that to me, I would say a lot of political videos are that to you. We each have our own distraction Mm -hmm. way to kind of zone out in a way. Maybe it's TV for some people, whatever. Um, And just making sure that we're turning those down so we can really hear the next steps that he wants us to take. Um, Because I, I also feel like when we are filled with fear and we're kind of paralyzed with fear and we don't want to move. Fear of the world. What? Fear of the world. Is that what you're referencing? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. If we're cool. if we're filled with, um, yeah, fear that is not from God, mm-hmm. not fearing God. Um, if we're filled with fear and paralyzed with that, then we don't, um, 
it's it's much harder to seek him and seek his ways and it's much easier to turn to something that we can just kind of zone out to Mm -hmm. and not think because we're just kind of like we're paralyzed we don't know how to move forward let's just default into something where at least we don't have to think about the things that yeah. we're fearful of. And the interesting, and that's just putting a weird bandaid yeah. on it and actually making it a lot worse. Yeah. And something just popped my head. The interesting thing about those things is only, only the word of God can cut to your, the depths of your heart and mm-hmm. soul. Those Absolutely. things don't No, those things that makes those things very comfortable mm-hmm. and easy to go to. And can make this sometimes very difficult to go to, yeah. very hard to go to, um, and I think that is something that I that I deal with. It's so much easier to head towards the comfortable. You use the, the analogy of volume. I'm thinking of volume knobs and like yeah. turning that up louder because that thing is so much more comfortable and doesn't require me to truly examine myself in the yeah. same way. I'm examining an outside thing, right, right, rather than examining myself. And listening to what God has to say to me mm-hmm. through the scriptures and how I'm supposed to move his kingdom forward and what I'm supposed to learn about him. And it's so much it's so much easier to put your time and energy and focus on something that is safer mm-hmm. than in something that could be dangerous yeah. to your safety. This is this will not make you safer yeah, in a it, worldly sense. It's going to go against sense, your flesh in yes. every way, shape, and form. Mm-hmm. But that's the point. Yeah. we don't we don't want to live by our flesh. We want to we want to live joined with Christ Absolutely. and His Spirit. And that that is going to counter like even just the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah, so counter what our flesh uh, defaults to. Absolutely, and um, just really seeking that and seeking His ways over mm-hmm. our own, which is definitely easier said than done yeah and i know that but it's important that we that is something that we decide to take a stance on and and go for it yeah knowing that he is the one at the end of our lives he's the one yeah the only one we're gonna have to answer to absolutely and it's like to to wrap things up and as we kind of go things like everything we said here today and I, i know I hear this a lot when I watch different videos or go on podcasts and things like that. Like, we're not saying we have it all together. And we've said that a lot of times here. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have it all together. We're just, we're just like... No, like, this is something that we go through regularly. Know, like, we're yeah. constantly being refined. We don't just say that so that we can repeat the mantra that's like, we're good. We're all improving. We're all working. We're all doing better. We say it because we submit to God, the creator of the universe, who is constantly refining us. Yeah. And we constantly need to be refined. And I know for me. And the refining is going to be painful to our flesh yes, a lot of the time. Absolutely. Sorry, go ahead, is. baby. No, you're totally right. And that, that's, that's what I was going to say is like Sorry. that refining is going to happen. And so, man, it, this has been a great conversation. I am yeah. just so, so excited that we've been here. Did you have a final thought? I did. I just wanted to say, but, if you read Jesus Calling, I love you. I really love you. And so I don't want anyone to feel like that was just an offhanded snarky remark on that is what i wanted because i know Mm -hmm. a lot of people do read that and a lot Mm -hmm. of people i know read that Mm -hmm. i love you i used to read it i felt deeply convicted of it because the voice behind it is uh very different than jesus's voice in scripture and so if that's something that you read i would just encourage you to go back and kind of look um at some of the issues Mm -hmm. where the author um had some things incorrect and never publicly stated that and also where she got her inspiration to Mm -hmm. do those books. So I just wanted to clarify that I wasn't trying to say that in some offhanded 
judgy mean way yeah or like a preference like oh, i hate that that's so annoying no, no i i used to read that and was deeply convicted by it and i would just encourage you to do some research on it that's all i wanted to say yeah is that i wasn't trying to say it in some offhanded snarky way because i'm i'm realizing after watching myself on video a few <laughs> times that sometimes i come off a little bit um harsher than i'm meaning to in my heart and if someone's not sitting across for me to ask questions yeah. on the thing and that's just a one-liner it can seem a little bit mean so i just wanted to say just go do some research on it because i did and i was horrified at what i found and yeah. i think either threw away or burned them i don't remember which but we didn't even want to give them away because we were we were really that convicted by them but i probably should have stopped a couple sentences ago you're fantastic go thank ahead. you for clarifying that no it's, yeah. it's a good thing to clarify and that's why we are encouraged to Test the things of this world against the scripture. Yeah, test every spirit. Yeah, test every single thing that is going there. Um, we should be encouraged to do that. Yeah, and um, if something then convicts you and and the Holy Spirit speaks to you, you've got to take that seriously yep. and you've got to look at that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for watching this episode of the Transform Living Podcast. Um, it was really cool to go back and forth, and I was not expecting us to go the direction we did. I know we kind of veered off our initial plan, but I think it was ultimately I really where we were supposed it. to be. Of course, I absolutely enjoyed it, and I really like having conversations with you as always. Um, if you're here, uh, still here somehow, um, <laughs> if you're still here on uh, YouTube, please leave us a like. Um, if you think someone you don't know would like to see this, and if it's someone you do know, uh, please share the video, pass it on over to them. We want to grow this, and we want to be able to um, just have this be something that honors God. And so please, if you, if you like what you see, like it, if you, uh, think someone would like it, share it. Um, if you're following us on podcasts, uh, either Spotify or Apple, please take a moment to leave that five-star rating. Uh, so the system knows we're cool. Um, uh, and that'll be a, a really cool thing to do, but either way, thank you so very much for watching. We will see you all next time. Thank you so much.